This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Who gets a game ball? Jane Reed? Yep. Jane Reed. Two touchdown day. First touchdown of his NFL career. I thought he did some really nice things. Um, his speed is monstrous, and I think he's going to be a really – I mean, let me add this. Let's just say this. We make so many caveats about rookies getting acclimated to the NFL, and I have to say both their second-round picks, Luke and Jane Reed, they haven't need any acclimation. They are ready to go. They are ready to play, and it's really, really, really impressive. So game ball goes to Jane Reed. I agree. I would also give Dante Van Wicks like a little nod here, like, you know, uh, for also scoring his first NFL touchdown. This rookie class just has the potential to be like one of the most incredible Packers draft classes in a really long time. Carl Brooks, Colby Wooden always getting pressure. Obviously, Lucas Van Ness. It feels like we don't talk about him because he's just being outshined as a first round pick who still got his first career sack last week. But like the fact that we're talking about other players over the first round pick just shows you kind of the depth of talent there. Um, and then I think still like Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt, TJ Slayton, they were like just people movers the first half of the game. And unfortunately, sometimes you gas out, but I would still say that their effort at least earned them game balls because they dominated originally. Yeah, they did. Kenny, man. Oh, my God. I had a prediction on pack day that this is going to be Kenny Clark's first all-pro season. I feel really good about it. I like it. All right. Stock up. Aaron Jones, baby. (laughs) Aaron Jones, your stock is – I didn't think it could be higher, but it's high. This team needs you. This team, this offense, with and without him, is night and day. I think we need to, like – put him in some cryogenic therapy like freeze him I don't know he can't age he can never leave I want to talk about this just really quickly I know this episode's kind of running long but I was on pack a day live with Andy and Dusty on Wednesday and we talked about Aaron Jones 
is who he is and he's so dynamic and so explosive because he's never had to necessarily be the bell cow of the offense like he's not an Ezekiel Elliott who you burn into the ground after the rookie contract because you're giving him like 40 touches a game like what makes him so valuable and so explosive is that he's kind of always fresh like we're always saying like give Aaron Jones the ball more but every time he touches the ball it's a big play opportunity so like if he just wants to take like 20 snaps a game and play until he's 42 I think that I think that's the move going forward for the Packers to just keep him fresh keep his legs fresh <laughs> and uh I think the defensive line still it's, it was the game balls, but like Rashawn Gary, I think stock up, obviously you can tell he's getting healthier and healthier and he's just like wreaking havoc when he's in the game. Kenny Clark. I like your prediction about an all pro season. Devonte Wyatt continues to just look like a man among boys, which is exactly what you want from him. It sucks that he dropped two almost interceptions but I think Quay Walker also probably has his stock going up like it didn't seem like it could get much higher after last week when he housed a pick and took it to the end zone but he's just playing with such instinct and the game looks like it's coming so much faster to him and he's already a fast player but his read of the offense Mm -hmm. I think the Packers got a really good one at inside linebacker which is something that we haven't been able to say in a while yeah, I, I agree with you. Actually, he would have been my one on defense. He, it just looks like he is a lot more comfortable out there. He just like really knows what's going on. He was everywhere in this game, um, tackling machine. He's going to get another interception um, for sure. Hopefully against Derek Carr. Um, stock down. This is a tough one because this just felt like an all around like loss. Like I can't. And I don't want to pick AJ Dillon again, even though offensive I did. Line. Offensive line, stock down. Yeah, offensive line, fine, stock down because of injuries. There we go. Um, let's say run blocking, stock down. Yeah, I think that's all encompassing what the Packers are, you know, and stock down, hands. Come on, come on, secondary. Like, yeah, get in better position. Let's stock down, hands. Let's work on that for next week. Um, favorite play. Because there was, again, some really fun, good ones in there that we can talk about. Favorite play. You go first. So mine is, I don't know, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the show, but it was the Jordan Love scramble to pick up the first down. And because he has always just seemed so poised and so calm and so cool under pressure that the offense needed a little bit of juice and he picked it up with his legs and he got up like, you know, talking his talk a little bit, like posturized a little bit. And I was like, okay, like this is the kind of like, you know, a little fire that you want to see from your quarterback. And I just, I really appreciated that because he's, he's just been so calm, cool and collected that I was like, all right, Jordan, like go talk your talk. You picked up that first down. And it's, it's cool to see what he does with his legs because he's been largely a pocket passer. So yeah, nice to see that he's got some wheels. I need Jordan love to slide. (laughs) <laughs> or get out of bounds like we need you dude just i i love it i love the energy i love the sentiment behind it but i need you to slide <laughs> thank you right. um i think my favorite play it sounds weird I, I i said it earlier but like and i know that it was a pbu by aj terrell but like that throw that, that jordan made to the corner back corner of the end zone like Oh my God. I just think these glimpses of what he can do with his arm 
is so exciting. And Andy Herman said this, so I'm not taking credit for it, but like you imagine Devontae out there instead of Wicks and how Devontae had late hands, like that's a touchdown, you know, um, because that ball was placed like, just so ever perfectly. Um, but I did really love the the jet sweep, like end around touchdown Jade Reed. That's fun. I, I want to see more of that. Really, really quickly, because again, we're, we're going kind of long here. I just want your thoughts on the decision. You know, the Packers, obviously, they draw the PI the first play of the game. They kind of stall out. They have the penalty that backs them up, and it takes them from a 51-yard field goal to a 56-yard field goal. And obviously here, hindsight is twenty twenty. We know that three points would have been the difference in this game. <laughs> but I was upset they didn't go for it because we saw in Chicago that Anders Carlson could have booted that thing from, like, Manitowoc, right? Like, it, it – Felt like it would have been good from 70 yards. You're playing in a dome. You're on turf. What What do you think the logic was? He's a rookie kicker. He clearly has the leg to do it. Do you think it was not wanting to put the pressure on him, not wanting to back your defense up? If, you know, they know they're going up against a, a high-powered offense and a guy like Robinson, like, I just thought that was a head-scratcher. It felt like it killed all of the momentum that they had from getting that huge shot play PI and stalled out. Okay, I have a few thoughts on this. One is, I mean, next time make it keep it a 51 yarder and don't have right. like real last clock management. <laughs> so there's that. Um, that's two games in a row now. Maddie, fix that. Um, second being, it was just really early in the game. I, I think that if it's later in the game, you want the points, like you want to go for it. But like that early in the game, do you really want to give potentially the Falcons really good field position and then? You know, let's say they go down and score a touchdown off that and all of a sudden you're 7-0 and you're playing from behind, like, right off the bat. I, eh. Like, I kind of get it. I do hear you in that, like, Carlson could potentially make that and you're in a dome, you don't have weather, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but again, like, I think it's early and we don't know the ceiling yet for these players. And so you're going to be in that moment in the – time frame of the game maybe a little bit more conservative because why put your guys behind the eight ball that early yeah i think that's absolutely fair any final thoughts before we wrap up the show and of course come back in a couple days to talk about the saints 